0: Welcome to your Photography Mentor Podcast. A podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Mulnar and Rich Coleman.
1: Hello. Microphone check. There we go. Soft and sultry. Um, man, I, I feel like I'm a little washed
0: out right now, so maybe I should adjust my lighting. There we go. Is that better? I, th- I feel like your camera's flipped. Usually, I'm watching you inverted. Then it, it's not inverted. All of a sudden.
1: Mm. Are you flipping out? Flipping or are out. you f- are you flipping excited? Raise raise, raise
0: <clears throat> your right hand. Yeah, that's weird. That's oh. my right. I hate it. Mm. It's like when you see your portrait backwards. I'm looking at ah. you through backwards eyes. It's okay. It's still cute. Just like not as cute. It's like, what's wrong? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, Uh, you get it. Well, that's what Gomez
1: always talks about. He said, sometimes when people see their photos, they're 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 like, ah, something feels off and they're used to seeing themselves in the mirror. Correct. So like, when they when they look at themselves in the mirror, they're used to seeing like, oh, my hair goes up on this side. But when they see a portrait of themselves, like a headshot or something like that, it's actually inverted, and they're they're seeing it on the opposite side. They're like, something's off. And he's like, well, let me. And he does a Photoshop thing where he just inverts the picture and shows them. He's like, does that look better? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, okay, don't worry about it. And I'm like, oh, interesting. Um, his hair is part of the wrong way. So is it backwards? I don't I don't even know. Um, well, I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's yeah, just it's not straight.
0: Yeah. Well, mm. welcome, welcome mm. from. How's the weather in uh, beautiful 30A, Florida? It's actually a bit humid today. Mm. It's a bit humid. Rich, mm. um, do you have any dad jokes for me today or anything? Man, I keep sending you some inappropriate ones on TikTok, don't I? Like it's it's yeah. hard for me. <laughs> it's hard for me not to go there. <laughs> there's there's a really inappropriate one that I'm not going to quote right now. That was funny.
1: What was it? Oh well, it was just kidding. Um, goodness gracious, man! Um, I yeah, it's been okay.
0: So, how was your weekend? My weekend it was it was busy. Yeah. Um, my my nephew had a basketball tournament that I went to, so that was fun. Mm. I'm definitely like the loud, fun uncle mm. that like the refs have to look at, so that's fun. Um, and then I took my niece, his sister. I'm teaching her how to drive. Which I don't know superpower or not. Like I've actually taught, I've actually taught quite a lot of people how to drive, oddly enough. Including yourself when you were 13 or 12. <sighs> yeah. I, I got arrested for stealing my first car when I was 14. And I was a good driver. So that was, we're going, we're going way back. Way back. You
1: didn't get arrested because you are a bad driver. You got arrested for other reasons.
0: <laughs> I got, the car was parked when I got arrested. They were just mad that I was driving a car that I stole.
1: Priorities, Cops. I mean,
0: yeah. Just <laughs> kidding. I love the, I love the boys in blue. I'm just joking. I should have gone to jail and I did. So thank you, David, for that, uh, like helper work release program you got going on here at the photo mentorship. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it's
1: like, it. yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a recovery program. Um, so, uh, we got some exciting things coming up. I wanted to tell you, I mean, since you're not going to ask about my weekend, I'll just volunteer the information. I mean, I guess, go ahead. Must be nice. My,
0: Continue. My- <laughs>
1: my wife and i celebrated 17 years um, together on on saturday um, and uh yes i couldn't believe it's been 17 years it was interesting there's something we're, we're trying to do be a little bit more intentional about we had this um we had this moment where we we're having dinner i think it was actually because we had two nights away from our kids my mom came in town it was it was wonderful um and the second night we were talking about like, hey, like we were trying to reminisce on previous anniversaries because 17 is a lot. And we were like, oh, do you remember? Oh, our first anniversary. It was like we, um, we, I like rented this cabin that was like kind of... Um, kind of rough around, you know, roughing it a little bit, like somewhere in Tennessee. And when we got to the town where the cabin was, I was like, we're going to try to find a nice restaurant. I wasn't, I'm not Mr. Planner, in case you didn't know that, Mr. Rich. And the only place to open was Pizza Hut. So we had Pizza Hut for our first year anniversary, and that was a memorable one. And then we couldn't remember our anniversaries between one and 10, couldn't remember them. You know, and we were, we were, we were sitting there thinking, and I mean, if we try to look back at some pictures, maybe we'll like, oh, we went to this restaurant or type thing, but I don't think we traveled for any of those, um, that I can really remember. Um, but the, the 10th one was when we were on our baby moon with, uh, my daughter, Rosie and we went to Mexico and it was like, yeah, Rosie's amazing. So, but it was just, it was one of those things where it was like, the only ones that we could remember was when we went and did something intentional. And it kind of reinforces that, like, experiences, not things, you know? Um, like, do you remember, like, a certain camera? Like, uh, I guess so. But what I really remember is, like, what it was like to be shooting, you know, um, wild lions or elephants in Africa on a safari. But I don't remember which camera I was using because it was a thing. Was I remember a the ex- I remember the experience. Right. And so that's why it's so cool to be able to go and do experiences. And my my wife and I are like committing to like to try to make more memories and make experiences versus just things, you know, because those are the things that that our kids remember is like is, you know, the experience of, you know, when I you know took my kids snowboarding or, or whatever it is, rather than like the toy that broke three days later or whatever it is. So with that in mind, we had an incredible experience. Just a week ago, week, week and a half ago, I don't, even, I can't even remember. Like it feels like it was yesterday. How long ago were we in Colorado? That was la- oh, two weekends ago.
0: Two weekends like, ago, we were like in Colorado, a week and,
1: like yeah, we can half. eight days ago, nine days ago is when we left.
0: I'm bad at math, but yes. At mm-hmm. first, I thought you were talking about incredible experience. I thought we were talking about you and Tammy. Still, I didn't know where this steamy podcast was going. I was nervous, but no, we just had a um, what we call. <laughs> a TPM huddle in Colorado where we had like 70 students converge in one like geographical location. And we had meals together. We taught photography together. We shot pictures together and we just had an amazing time hanging out. And if you were in Colorado, like say something in the comments, that would be awesome. Julie Um, King black says Colorado was crazy. Amazing. There you go. Go ahead. It was, it was Julie, Julie black. Um, I took that picture, not even intentionally taking a picture. Look at that photo I took of her on accident. She was like, my camera doesn't work. And I fixed it, took that picture. And she said she loved it because her smile was real. Julie, you have an mm. amazing smile. Just smile more. Just smile more. Um, <laughs> yeah, we had a great um, time in Colorado. I, like, what was your favorite part? Like, We have a little video to show, but like, is there anything like that you remember from the trip that just was kind of like a cool moment? Because not to add any pressure hmm. to your answer, but like you invented this thing, this whole idea of a company
1: of Colorado. Of, I invented this. You Colorado. invented
0: Colorado. Yeah. All the drugs too. Uh, but it came from your mind and the, like it, it wasn't intentionally this group of friends hanging out and learning photography together. It was, I just want to help photographers and it grew into like, what are these experiences? And I just want to, I want to know what you think about how this thing's evolved into what is like the funnest part of my job?
1: It's so cool to get together and to make you know to make memories and experiences together. And how about how about you give me a second to think about like what was the <laughs> most memorable thing? Let's play this video for a second. Let's but I mean, it. It was, like I could I could spitball it, but let's play this video for us.
0: Here we go. Colorado.
1: I just love what I was just like watching a Memory Rise being like, yeah, that was so much fun. Um man, I I just I just love getting together with students. It was really amazing how we, I know we talked about this last week, but it was really amazing to just not have too much planned. I know like our, you know, a lot of our TPMers just like had all these like side events planned. They went to Astro at 2 a.m. and sunrise at whatever time. Um, some of them showed up and they're like sleepwalking to like some of our, one of our gatherings like, yeah, I got up at two and i have been back to sleep. And I'm like, that's crazy. But I like how there wasn't too many things planned. It allowed room to breathe. And, um, it was just, it was just really fun to be able to hang out and, you know, have meals and talk, you know, talk shop and get to know a bunch of you guys for the first time in person. And then, uh, you know, get to, get to reconnect with a lot of y'all. Um, and you know in person again so it was just it was just so fun to to gather um but you know that was one event
0: but we have the main event coming up this fall what is that (laughs) we're doing another huddle in maine this fall um october 13th and 14th so very similar to colorado except it's going to be in the uh, acadia national park area bar harbor maine it's in peak fall foliage season and it's an excuse. David really wanted to go see the leaves change, so I was like, "Let's play an event around that." And it's uh, a, another free event if you're in the photo. Was it your site.
1: idea? I mean, you know.
0: No, I don't think so. Uh, it's a it's a fun free event for you guys just to come and take pictures. And I'm excited to. I'm excited. I've never been to Maine. I've been to Boston, but I've never been all the way up to Maine. So it should be fun. Um, that's the you know Joel Coleman, sports photographer wizard. He calls your camera a passport. To life, And it's, it's so fun and true how, you know, something like a camera can make, you know, 70 to hundred strangers converge in one location and have like an experience of a lifetime. So the photo mentorship stamp on my passport has been very fun these last few years in my life. So I'm incredibly thankful and internally thankful for, you know, just the experiences I've gotten, because you know, David pays like eight dollars an hour, so I'm not here for the money. Uh, I'm I'm here to help help students, and I've I've got to do a lot of cool stuff along the way.
1: Hey, you got a raise? It's eight fifty an hour now. Come on. Yeah. Um, I do play Catan. I love Catan and Carcassonne, um, and especially over bourbon. Uh, so maybe we can all maybe we can have a Catan tournament or something while we're there this this fall. That could be fun. <laughs> In Iceland, we should bring we should bring um, Catan to Iceland. I don't know how much time we'll have, but I don't know. We we could figure that out. We
0: have one seat available for Iceland, right? I think. Yes, we had one seat open up last minute for Iceland. So if you're still yeah. interested, let us know. Um, you know, a lot of people are using this as like their trip with their spouse. They're bringing their husband along and getting to experience one of the prettiest places on the planet. Um, I got asked mm-hmm. yesterday. Like, hey, Rich, you travel a lot. What's your What's your favorite place?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I always say Iceland's kind of special to me because it's so diverse and beautiful and different. Uh, so I'm excited. Um, aside from the huddle that we just did in Colorado and the huddle we're doing in Maine this October, we're also doing an excursion, a photo field trip, a photo adventure of a lifetime with David and I. And we have got we've got one seat. We wanted to keep it intimate because there's going to be a lot of like long car rides together and things like that, but it's going to be quite an epic adventure. Iceland.
1: Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. So if you want to do that, we have, uh, if you want to come with us to Maine, which is a free event, you free? know, we're not paying for your travel of course, but like, so that's all on you, but to come hang out with us in Maine, October, would you say 13th and 14th during peak fall foliage? You can check out the information on that on davidmolnar.com forward slash 2023. I think we have that actually up, up on the screen there. Um, and then I think there's there's a, there's options to check out the Iceland information as well, which is not a free event. That's actually not cheap at all. Um, but we do have one seat available for that. So if you want to come hang out with us, you're, you're welcome to do that. And either of those places I'm excited about. It. And all of our workshops – Um, we have a workshop here in a couple weeks that's sold out. We have a workshop in Nashville in a few weeks that's sold out as well, but there's one seat available for Iceland if you want to come with us. So I'm excited about that. Rich, we have, um, I've got a tutorial today for you guys in Photoshop. Is that okay if I talk about that now or do we need to, we're going to do a giveaway, I guess, today we're going to give something away. We're going to give away, we're going to send you one can of fit aid, uh, energy recovery. No, just kidding. Uh, what are we giving away today?
0: I don't know. I'm looking around my desk uh, for like things and I don't, I know I'm
1: like, uh... you know what? Let's do let's <laughs> or, nope, it. Nope. I let's, already let's, said let's, it.
0: What'd you say? <laughs> I was going to, I was going to go, but you go.
1: Um, okay. So we are um, these, these amazing hand straps. We're going to give away, we're going to give away one of these amazing hand straps. They're, they're awesome. Um, actually we'll give away two, we'll give away two hand straps to one, to some, to a strapping young, man and lady there we go um that way you can get a you better grip a, on your on your can, thing well, so just so share this live if you want to yeah.
0: <laughs> can you can you still put a tripod mount with a strap on does it still let you because that's my ah so you can still put a tripod there. It's cool yep yep
1: it's great it's pretty great, I love it. Um, okay, so share this live and you will be entered <laughs> to win two different uh, straps. We're gonna give away two different straps. Hand straps, they're pretty amazing. I need to tighten this one up. Someone loosened it. I don't know who loosened it, but it's, they're pretty awesome. Um, and there's an alternate thing too, to make it even like even more sturdy. Let me see if I can. There we go. You can go, it can go around your hand like this. This needs to be loosened. But essentially, it can strap around your hand to make it real tight. I just need to loosen it. Someone messed with my strap last time. I'm going to blame it on Rich because every time he's here, he messes up my equipment, and I lose four batteries somehow. <laughs> it's always your fault. You're just you're just the easy uh, easy thing. So just click share um, on your Facebook profile, and uh, and then you'll be entered to win. There we go. All right. T is saying that's really good for macro. So there you go. Um.
0: All right. We're going to do this Photoshop tutorial. What um, is it? Like I, saw, I saw the announcement. I saw the word motion. I don't understand. Tell me what the heck we're talking about. I'm excited for yeah. this.
1: Let me... Um, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and share my screen, I think. Um, entire screen, this window. Here we go. Here we go. So I'm using Photoshop. Has anyone ever heard of Photoshop? I'm like trying to remember go. Um, yeah. um I'm trying to remember Photoshop. I feel like I hardly ever use it anymore. Um, so here is a, I'm going to go ahead and zoom in really quick here. Here is a, um, is a motion shot here. Um, and this is kind of a new series that I'm working on. I think it's, it's pretty fun. And basically, it's where your subject is frozen, but you're seeing motion in the background. And I, I posted a couple shots on my Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, I don't know what the heck you're doing. Um, why are you not following me on Instagram? That's the question. Uh, I'm just kidding. But you, you can follow me at David Molnar, and you can follow Rich at, I believe it's at the Rich Coleman um, on Instagram. So, but anyways, I wanted to show you guys how you actually um, do this because the original shot um, looked like this. The before and the after. Okay. Um, and it's got a really cool isolating effect that shows lots of motion. And there was a bunch of people that were asking me, you know, on Instagram and several of you guys asking me, okay, how do you do that? How do you do that sort of edit? Okay. Now there's a couple things. Number one, let's see if I can grab a camera here. Um, you know, to create that motion blur, can you, um, make me larger here maybe like this okay couple couple things in order to create that motion blur you could literally slow your shutter speed down to maybe a 20th of a second 30th of a second and then just literally pan so you ever see those shots those sport shots where the athlete looks like you know he looks like he's in motion but the background is all blurry but the the you know you, you can see the the runner crisp You can do that essentially with a pan. But in this instance, the guy in the umbrella clearly is not moving or running across the screen, right? But you see the motion there. I did this recently on a shoot um, with, uh, I did a shoot for the band Mercy Me um, not too long ago. And um, I can actually show you guys that. Let me pull up. uh, Let me pull that up real, real quick here. Uh, I did a couple different shots. Let me see if this will, this will come up here. Got that up there. Fantastic. And um, so you can see this with the band here as well. They're standing still and you can see all of the motion in the background. So it's really cool. This is a shot they're actually using. Um, By the way, that shoot was really fun. We did other shots. You see, this stuff was actually done in camera. I think I've shared this before with you guys. (laughs) Brian said, I can only imagine. Yeah, it was a fun shoot. Um, This, you know, so the light motion was actually like rich and uh, Josh Blick and a few others, you know, moving moving lights and stuff around in the background, but you're seeing that same effect in the water down here below. So it's kind of a merge between doing it in camera and then doing it, um, you know, doing it in person. Same thing, the lights that are actually moving is most likely Rich or may, I think Zach Gray was on this shoot as well, you know, running around, like doing the motion blur of the lights up top, but the, the water moving at the bottom, that's created with the same effect. This one is just hundred percent in camera. It's you know who was who running this light around, Rich? Do you remember? Was
0: this you or Zach? Or- it, it was me. Or, me or Zach were taking turns. We had different color lights, so we were just having fun. These are really gotcha. fun because you look like an idiot to the people yeah. around. So and unfortunately, the, it was like hair and makeup. We, There's a lot of people around watching me look like an idiot.
1: <laughs> and we wanted, we really wanted to um, to get good video behind the scenes of this, but I like we needed an extra set of hands and Josh Blick who was filming video behind the scenes at the time like literally had to physically hold up a light so he couldn't hold the video camera so i, I wish we had gotten more behind the scenes of this actual thing but but i want to show you guys this one didn't this one's cool but i don't think it turned out as quite as good to me in my opinion as like this i love i love this you know right here seeing seeing all that motion it's pretty cool so i wanted to show you guys how to achieve this effect um, because it is very much, you know, like the lights you know, behind them, that is done in camera. That's just a, a 20 or 30 second exposure and the lights moving around and we're also strobing them. Very technically complicated image. But these images like this are actually a still image and then the rest is done in Photoshop. And it's a pretty simple trick. So I want to show you guys how to do that. Hopefully, um, hopefully you guys can, uh, hopefully you guys enjoy that. So let me know if the, let me know in the comments, if you guys, um, are interested in that because you better be, you better be. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, this is another, this is another cool image that I, that my wife, Tammy actually shot of me and I think it's Juliet. So it's my, my baby. Um, and then I'll show you, uh, what it looked like before. So I took out some distractions there. It's a pretty shot anyway, right? Took out the fishermen, the other people swimming, and then we kind of like isolated it. So it's kind of this cool effect. So here is the image, virgin, you know, and it is beautiful, you know, by itself. So a couple things that we have to do here, okay? Number one, I'm in Photoshop. If you don't know how to use Photoshop, and if you're in the photo mentorship, go and check out Photoshop 101, I did teach that course, it is a few years old, but the principles still apply, okay? Um, And we also have way more in-depth Photoshop courses with Kevin Carden, with Emily McGonigal on retouching and stuff like that. But what I'm gonna do here is there's a couple things I need to do here. Number one, I always like to duplicate the background layer just to make, you know, kind of like have a stamp on like here's where we started out from, all right? So I'm gonna go ahead and do that. You can drag this layer, okay? These are your layers over here on the right. By the way, I'm pressing Shift F to go you know, out of full screen, then back into full screen, um, like that, okay? So this layer, I can turn it on or off, visibility-wise. Um, and, um, oh, I see what you're doing. I'm just gonna turn my, my camera off for a minute. Is that okay? That way we don't have to worry about re- repositioning me, and we can see the, the screen in all its glory. Okay. Um, all right. Um, and by the way, you can press the space bar and you can move the picture around like this. So a couple things, I need to remove this other extra set of umbrellas like over here, Okay, pressing the space bar to move stuff around. And I'm gonna do that with the, um, with the uh, patch tool. You can press J or you can click on it, right click on it, go to patch tool here. Um, I like to just, you, you can use all sorts of different ways to get rid of stuff, but I'm just basically gonna highlight this stuff. I'm going around it like this. And the cool thing about Photoshop is you can press shift delete. I guess I don't even have to do the patch tool necessarily. Um, this this dialogue box popped up on my other screen. I'm going to push okay. And it's literally just going to like remove it. You know what I mean? It's a little distracting right here. If you know it's like duplicating this area. So I could go like this and just kind of, you know, I could move it. That's the cool thing about the patch tools. You can just like move it and replace it in another area. If you are here, let me just undo that. Command Z, Command Z. I like, go like this and just try to make sure that those those things lined up. There you go, bam. Check that out. There's where we were. There's where we are now. Super easy to do that. And then you see that this doesn't look perfect, but we're gonna blur this out anyway, so don't worry about it. It's okay. It's okay. So I'm gonna push Command minus, Control minus on a PC. I'm gonna zoom out a little bit. See if there's any other distracting things we need to remove. I think we're good there. And so the other thing I need to do is I need to, um, Rich has given me vulgar gestures in the background. I don't know why you guys can't see it, but I can see it. Um, Like he gave me the thumbs up and it was really rude. Um, So I need to also take this area. I don't necessarily need the patch tool, but I have it selected, It it creates a selection. So I'm gonna go like this. I'm gonna select this umbrella area like this, okay, and I'm gonna duplicate it. I'm gonna press Command C and then Command V, and what it's gonna do is it's gonna create a new layer right here, okay? And I'm gonna rename the layer, I can double click on it, and I'm gonna say Umbrella Man, um, and it said Umbrella. Like Josh earlier when he, he was writing, hey, the video is uploaded, he said it's Jep-loaded, and I said Jup, it is, um, but anyways. So Umbrella Man is right here. So the other thing I need to do is I actually need to, unfortunately, I need to remove Umbrella Man out of this image too. Now remember, I have him up here, okay? Umbrella Man is still up here. I've duplicated him, okay? But on this layer, we're gonna say working layer. um, I need to actually delete Umbrella Man off of this layer. Okay? And actually, you know what? I'm, I'm I'm gonna duplicate this layer again to show you guys why. Okay, so you can drag this layer down here or you can push Command J and it duplicates the layer. Okay. So I'm gonna say duplicate, duplicate, delete later. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna go back to this working layer and I am gonna delete Umbrella Man. I'm just gonna go like this and I'm gonna push Shift Delete and Content Aware is gonna fill in this area down here. And Umbrella Man's still there. Well, that's because this layer of Umbrella Man is still selected. If I, if I remove it, now you see that Umbrella Man is gone because this layer is no longer showing Umbrella Man, okay? So the working layer is now clean. We've essentially cleaned each up. There's no other people or on the... Can I get an amen? You guys listening to me? Can you hear me? Everything Everything going all right? And motion blur. Here we go. Here we go. So this, this is what the original layer looked like the background, right? This is what the working layer looked like where I removed all the people. And, um, I don't see any comments. Can you guys hear me? Josh, can you give me a thumbs up if y'all can hear me? Everything good. <laughs> Heather is saying yes. Okay, cool. we got someone listening. Thanks Heather, Heather in California. <laughs> okay. And we have the duplicate layer with dude. All right. So let me show you this. All right. Here is, here's how, here's essentially what we're going to do. We are going to go to filter, and we're going to blur, and we're going to go to motion blur. Okay? Now, remember, we're on the bad layer, but I'm going to show you why we took the man out in the bad layer. Okay? Motion blur. Okay. this this these dialog boxes keep on popping up over there. Okay, so, cause we wanna, we basically see how, when I do this motion blur, it's doing it, it's gonna it's gonna blur it at whatever angle you want, right? So this way it's going diagonal, it's basically simulating this. If you have it go at zero, it's just gonna go left to right motion blur, like that. And notice how you can still see, you can still see Umbrella Man, you know, like kind of blurred here. And what, that's not what we want, okay? You can, as you, Change the distance, you can see Umbrella Man a little bit more clear right there. Let me zoom in a little bit. I'm gonna move him back up into the thing. We we don't wanna see him blurred, okay? If you do this like a whole lot, then it kind of takes care of it, but there's still some colors mixed in there. So that's why I want to essentially work from a clean layer that doesn't have any distractions on it. So I'm going to not work on that layer, I'm gonna get a working layer which does not have any people in it, okay? And now, zoom in a little bit, I'm gonna blur the background, okay? I'm gonna go to filter, I'm gonna go to blur, I'm gonna go to, uh, what was it, motion blur, and now we don't have any umbrella man there. And I don't know how much um, we should do, like it's really up to you, your discretion, you know? I think maybe somewhere in there looks pretty good. It's like how much, do you want the clouds to completely blur like that? You can see what it's doing up there? Or do you want it to just like kind of blur a little bit? I don't know. You know, it's it's kind of up to your discretion. Maybe somewhere in there looks pretty good. And I don't remember exactly what I decided last time. But since we duplicated Umbrella Man before, right? Then we can add him back in. Okay, now it doesn't look great yet, but you kind of get the concept now. Okay, see how we have Umbrella Man back? Because I copied just his little section, put him here. And now he's on the background. Okay, so how can we get this umbrella man to look a little better? Well, there's a million ways to different to mask different things, okay? But essentially what we have to do is we have to try to remove all that little busyness. I don't think this is a super high quality image. It was probably taken on an iPhone a couple of years ago. I forget. Um, but we essentially need to remove the the part of the sand and the water that is not um that it that is frozen, okay. So that just the umbrella man is there. So a couple things we can do. Number one, we can highlight things in a lot of different ways. We can go to um, the lasso tool, and we could do it manually. Like we could we could literally go like this and draw manually and try to get as good as possible around. I'm gonna go like this, okay. And then I could literally create a mask. And it did it the opposite way, like it, it actually masked the opposite. So I just need to invert that mask. I can actually push option. If I do option delete, it's gonna fill it with black. Or no, I think I push command shift I. Or There we go, command I. And then and it, it actually just inverts the um, the selection. Sorry, I was trying to remember my shortcuts here. Okay. Chris is saying he needs to get better at Photoshop. Yeah, but Chris Valencia, I've been loving your images, and it was so fun to meet you in person, and your darling mother-in-law Tammy um, at the Colorado Huddle. That is the coolest part about getting together, guys. The coolest part – I'm going to take a pause from normal programming for a second. The coolest part about getting together is, like, I got to meet Chris in person. I got to hang out with him in person. I got to hang out with Miriam Dudley in person, you know, and, um, And, and, you know, and like tell her in person how like proud of our, I am for like having this incredible transformation in just three or four months. I mean, she picked up a camera a few months ago and she's already earning, like, I think it was a thousand bucks in the month of April or something like that from photography. It's like so cool to be able to put a face with a name and get to like, just hang out and answer questions and all that stuff. So if you're on the fence, come hang out with us for our free huddle in Maine, if you're a TPM member. Okay. (laughs) Um, all right. So let me go ahead and turn my camera off again. All right, and, um, and back over here. So I essentially like did a really crass, quick job of doing that. You can finesse masking. So if you're not sure what masks are, essentially what it does is it hides or shows, I can disable the layer mask for a second. And the mask is saying, what do you wanna hide? What do you wanna show? If you're concerned about masking, this is not the time to do an extensive masking tutorial, but essentially what I'm doing is I'm putting a mask just on this layer and I'm saying show or hide these things. Okay. And the way you do that is you, you essentially paint the areas, uh, white that you want to show, sorry, that you want to hide and black in this instance that you would like to, um, show. So I can go to my brush. I can push B for brush. Okay. Right here. Okay. I can change the size. Look how massive my brush is and I can push the left bracket You can also go up, uh, where is it, here, I never do this, but you can go here and change the size or you can just push your brackets. Hold on a second. I actually thought I was typing in an integer. I just push my brackets on
0: the brackets. Or you can hit your right arrow, right click.
1: Right click? Ah, I never do that. Look at you, just learn something different. I I like just doing this, bracket, larger and smaller, okay? The opacity up here, okay, and the flow and the smoothing and all this stuff. So what I can do down here, I just zoomed in. Command plus. I'm going to press my spacebar because it turns. It doesn't matter which tool I have selected over here. If I press the spacebar, it turns into the hand tool, and I can just move my whole frame up here. Now this looks really bad, but I'm going to make this much smaller, okay? And then I can literally take. Um, I can paint black. Well, if I paint black, it's going to. It's going to start hiding stuff here so i think i had that do you know what do you know what's I, really
0: amazing about this david is somebody who's been a fan of your work for such a long time how bad i am at it so no different. no i mean like well i mean you were you were used to your picture used, <clears throat> you used to take blurry pictures all the time and now you're like intentionally making a picture blurry it's like you've come full circle <laughs> Your are drunk face
1: so all i'm doing is i'm taking my brush okay at 64 percent and I'm I'm essentially just painting black. See my the selection is black. Okay, um, and it's it's adding black to the mask to reveal or to take away stuff here. Okay, and I can I can make this sorry I can make this 100 and it's going to make make the um, make the brush go a little bit more uh, contrasty. Sorry, I'm not I'm not a practice teaching Photoshop. I'm used to just doing it. So talking through it is like, you know. You gotta remember how to do that so i'm essentially just painting the stuff away now this is remember it was way more efficient when i just selected this this selection and and removed it but that's okay let me
0: go like this why are, and just, can, I, i'm gonna ask why i'm answering some questions with my questions why are you doing this instead of just erasing it like how come you're using a mass selection instead of because w- i'm that's a great question i'm editing it in a, a
1: non-destructive way if i was to do all of that information on this original background layer over here it would be editing it in a destructive way. And what I mean by that is like, it's hard to undo stuff. It's easier to like, for instance, like I just, oh, I was just painting the wrong place. There we go. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I was just editing that destructively on accident cause you got me, you got me thrown off. Okay, so I'm selected on the mask and I'm essentially hiding the mask now. I can now, I can push X or swap this over here. And if I paint white, it's gonna be adding it back, see? So I'm adding it in a non-destructive way that I can just take away or whatever. So if I if I switch this, you can click this button here, or you can press the letter X, you know, and it toggles these right over here. And if I go back to this, then the black is going to be hiding these things right here. Okay. Okay. And since this guy so, is so small, yeah, that's since really this cool. guy is so small. Go ahead.
0: No, say so it's really cool because it's like you can take back your eraser. When you use a mask, you are yeah, able you to like it's like the eraser tool that has. A rewrite tool it's pretty yeah. pretty neat that's right
1: and i'm just i'm just doing this a real quick version i could do this like definitely more thoroughly but i'm trying to do it quick for the illustration just so you guys can get the gist of this you know um like when i did that for the mercy me shoot it was like real first of all the photo was a lot higher and better quality than this one but um because i shot it on the r5 which is what 50 megapixels or something Whereas this was probably like an iPhone 12 or 13 with crappy, I don't even remember what the megapixels are, 8 or something. Okay, so now, if I zoom out. Voila. Pretty cool. And then, you know, in this instance, I think on the other one, I actually did a couple other layers. So let's go ahead and do that. I'm going to add some vibrance because, like, for some reason, the image just isn't, isn't um, you know, looking quite as vibrant as I would want it to. Add a little saturation, a little vibrance. Let's see what that does here. That's the cool thing about working with different layers is it's non-destructive. Let me go like this. I can go like this. I can turn it off and on. And that's, like, that's pretty subtle. And I'm going to add a curves adjustment because I love curves. And I'm going to go like this and add a little contrast. I'm not sure. Here we go. Somewhere in there. Okay. You can can go like real... Somewhere in there. Okay. The cool thing about a curves layer, and you got to learn how to use it, and this is not a tutorial on curves layers. If you want to learn more, go to our Photoshop tutorials. But check this out. I can turn it on or off in a non-destructive way. If I didn't like the layer, shoot, I could just delete it. Wait, I just deleted the mask. Wrong thing. I could just delete the layer. I'm going to undo that. Okay. But check that out. It added, it added a little pop. And if I think it's too much, well, I can go back into the curves layer and adjust it here, or I could literally, I also have another option. I could change the opacity of just that curves layer. Okay. could Take it down a little bit to 50% and now it's more subtle. Okay. Vibrance, you know, I could, I could maybe even add a little bit more vibrance there. And if I felt like it was too much, like let's say I thought that was too much. Well, I could of course double click back in and alter it, or I could just drop the opacity of that layer. Meaning essentially it's effectiveness of now is not 50%. Makes sense. Now it's still a little much. I'm going to go ahead and remove that vibrance down cause it's a little much, you don't want to do that. Um, so let's see, that looks pretty good. And then the curves layer, I'm going to add, I'm going to add a little opacity. So it's essentially what intensity do we want there? And there we go. Um, And you know, like with that curves layer, by the way, I could, since it has its own mask, and let's say we didn't like how much it was washing out the clouds. Well, guess what, my friends, I can click on this mask. I can go to my brush tool, push B, okay? And I can make that, that brush tool bigger by my bracket, okay? And then I could go here and I could paint this black, okay? If I paint it black, it's going to essentially undo whatever that curves layer was, whatever was happening on that curves layer in the areas there. So I'm essentially saying hide this adjustment and only show it down at the bottom, which is down here. Okay, pretty cool. And now it just lights up the water. I like the sky, I'm okay with that. Um, So that's pretty cool. So there you go, there you go. So here we go, I'm gonna press F, go to full screen, Pretty cool. And then I'm going to show you, I'm going to, here's a little tip. If you select, if you press option on a Mac, I actually forget what it is on a PC. I'm sorry. I haven't used a PC in so long. If you're using a PC, I hate Alt. you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't hate you, but I just don't understand you if you're using a PC. Um, and I don't mean to, I'm just, I just, I just don't. Did you turn music on like to, to, to try to get me off? Is that what's going on here? That's not good. That's
0: good. I can't hear you rich. It's background okay. music, background music. Okay, I
1: thought, like, I thought it was like the, the your time's up music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like if I press Alt or Option or Alt, I can click on this eyeball and it's going to undo all the other eyeballs. So there we were, and here we are. Before and after. Okay, so I'm going to work through it real quick, okay? I'm going to undo these layers. All right, so here was the steps. Okay, we duplicated the original layer to a working layer on this working layer. Well, you can't really see it here. Well, I'll I could. i I'll redo it again. I'm gonna push command J. So I duplicated that layer. I'm gonna select this area um, and I duplicated it earlier, right? And I made it for umbrella man, so we don't need to do that again, but I needed to essentially delete this area, um, like shift delete, there's a content where it's replacing that and I need to get rid of this one too. Okay. And then shift delete and then got rid of that one too. And then I needed to blur this layer. So now I go up to, uh, since I, I had to, I had to basically replicate Umbrella Man prior to doing that. So on this layer, I went to filter and I went to blur and I went to motion blur and I make sure, I made sure it was sideways and that's what created that. And then at this point I'm saying the distance was at 237 pixels and then that created that, right? And then essentially the working layer is very similar. Okay, we don't need this duplicate layer anymore. And then we added Umbrella Man, and we masked his stuff out so that we're just seeing Umbrella Man, okay? We weren't seeing, remember if I disabled this mask, you can see that all this water and and this sand was still in there. So we essentially masked it out. If you want more information on how to mask it, go watch our Photoshop 101 course, okay? And then I added some vibrance and then I added some curves to kind of brighten up and finish the vibe of this thing. So voila, that my friends. It's how you do the motion blur stuff, you know. Motion. So what do you guys, what do you guys think about that? Um, okay, Marianne asked the question: When you save it, um, will it save the original photo as well as the one with the masks? Yeah. So when you, whatever the original photo was, a RAW or a JPEG, um, you're going to essentially save as a copy. I could you know share my screen again. I'll just share, I'll just save to my desktop for a second. Um, I'm going to push uh, Command S. Wait, am I in the right window? Yeah, it moved the window over here. Okay, and I'm gonna get a. Wait, why is it saving to Creative Cloud? I don't think actually actually don't know where that saved. That's hilarious. I'm gonna save as a copy real quick.
0: Hit on this computer. On computer.
1: Yeah. Okay, uh, like I hadn't seen that window pop up before. I'm like, uh, I don't really use Creative Cloud to save my stuff, so I'm just gonna do it on my desktop for a second, just for just for whatever. And I'm gonna say demo, Umbrella Man. Okay. And since it's saving it as a dot PSD right here, it's going to save the layers. Sometimes there's actually like a thing here that will actually ask you. So I'll save the layers here. Okay. And, um, and now if I wanted to reopen that up, I could go back to my desktop and I could reopen Umbrella Man and the layers are all still intact. If I wanted to save it as a JPEG, I would push Command Shift S, and I would go to, unfortunately, save as a copy. Now it's like an extra step, it didn't used to be. Um, you go to Photoshop, you go to JPEG, and I could, you know, just, you can leave copy in there, or you can take it out, I actually deleted the period, and then now I'll demo Umbrella Man, and now it's saved a copy to my desktop. I actually pop this over. Keeps on putting the dialogue box on the other screen. And now I have a JPEG.
0: JPEG. As the French would say.
1: Yeah. Now I have a JPEG for the Umbrella Man.
0: Umbrella Man. Makes me want to sing a song. Yeah. Been a long, long time. There we go. All
1: right. So that's how you do it. It's, it's been like a minute since I've done a Photoshop tutorial. It's, I mean, it's fun because we've just have, we have people that are like better at Photoshop than me teaching Photoshop. A lot of the times like Kevin Carden, Emily McGonagall. And um, it's fun. It's fun to come back to it.
0: So there we go. Get, get to those roots, you know, it's like doing drills, but I think, uh, I think if, if you like, if you, if you like tutorials like this, the podcast is going to be going to be awesome. So, Stay tuned as we answer photographers burning questions all the time. Let me ask you all this question. We
1: are, um, umbrella man is a superhero whose nemesis is wind gusts. That's true. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. We are wanting to revamp the, we have a bunch of really cool things coming down the pipeline. We're wanting to revamp the podcast, have more quick tutorials, more things that are more helpful. And um, what would you guys like to see on the podcast? Would y'all like to see more things like this? Would you like to see other things? I don't know. Open Let invite. us know the podcast. Yeah, open invite for your feedback, and yeah, because we're wanting to revamp it. We are getting to hundred. We're gonna. We're on our. This is episode ninety-eight. I think. Is that right? Correct. Ninety-eight. We have some really exciting stuff coming for episode one hundred. Okay. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Okay. But, um, but after episode 100, we wanted to do a complete revamp of the podcast and we're not sure exactly what that's going to be because our podcast has been a way for Rich and I to get, to get on there and celebrate different things with you guys, share updates, you know, but we want to make sure the podcast is worth a lot to you. And so Mm. let us know in the comments.
0: Let us know what um, you would like to learn. If we were going to do tutorials like this, somebody could have said, learn how to motion blur an image, learn how to whatever. Mm-hmm. If, if you want to learn something, put it in the comments and our team will take a note of it. I already have a list of over 100 things going, David.
1: Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Okay, so we need to do a giveaway. and We also have a brand new course coming out that we wanted to play a video of.
0: Yeah, let's show them right. that. Um, yeah, we're going to do some giveaway. We're going to give our team a minute to pick some winner, winners, winners. Uh, but watch this video. This course drops at the the last Thursday of this month. Uh, you know, the, our cutest, most attractive mentor filmed this brand new course. Check it out. I'm Rich Coleman with the Photo Mentorship, and I want to welcome you to Food Photography 101. When you're telling a story with a dish, you're doing more than just taking a picture. We need to think about our framing, our composition. What do we include? What do we take away? In this course, we break down the barrier to entry and show you exactly how to start taking great food photos. I'm gonna give you my best tips and tricks for creating professional, mouth-watering images of food. Lighting is so important, but it can be simple with one light, or even 100% natural light, it's all about being intentional with your food. The props, the angles, the lens choices. I promise you'll never look at food photography the same way again. We completely deconstruct what it takes to make a great food photo, so that when you deliver these pictures, whether it's to your social media, or to a restaurant, or to a magazine, your images speak for themselves. food food photography
1: rich i'm so inspired by that like your 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 food photography is really incredible i mean like yeah, I mean, I, 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 like honestly, like no blowing smoke. Rich doesn't like compliments, guys. So That's make true. sure you compliment it. Rich in front if of people as much mad. as possible because <laughs> it makes him severely uncomfortable because he's an eight on the enneagram. So whenever I like tell him something genuine, he's like, "Ah, shut up! I can't take it." I'm like, dude, that course <clears throat> is amazing, and your food photography is
0: stunning. Thanks, man. It's exciting because w- we taught it natural light and. We did a lot of like real life situations. I love teaching a course where there's lots of practice. It is going to be really easy for you guys to practice food photography with the way this, this course is laid out. Mm -hmm. And I'm just excited to watch you guys just take better pictures of food. It's a great way to make money. If you hate people, I like teaching photography to people, you know, it's really easy to make money taking portraits or weddings or things involving people, but restaurants need pictures. You know, every, every Mm. person that owns a restaurant or a coffee shop or a winery, they want, they want photos for social media. They want photos for their menus. And, uh, the food photography one-on-one course is, you know, that entry level to shooting natural light and with one light. So it's, it's a really fun course. I think you guys will like it. Yeah. And that comes out when? That is the last Thursday of this month. So it is your next course coming out on the 25th, my dad's birthday. May 25th. May 25th. (laughs) Happy Uh, Happy birthday, dad. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I was like, it's (laughs) Mr. Coleman's birthday. birthday. Um, Yeah. yeah. Anyways. uh, So... It was great. The day, the day we went to go film the food, it was like raining and awful. And it was like, Oh, here's everything going wrong. And you guys were able to watch me problem solve like on location. So Mm it's super fun. My friend, Wes step, beautiful man. Uh, He cares so much about the food, like from the, from the market or from, you know, the, the, where he's picking up the food or purchasing the food to it being cooked. And on the table, he cares so much about the dish Uh, I felt like it was my job to take a good picture of the food. It's, it's not by accident that a chef is really good at what he does. It takes planning time and energy into making whatever that T-bone steak or that, or that piece of duck amazing. And it's your job as a photographer to also do the same thing. You can't just show up with a camera, throw a plate on the ground and take photos of it. You have to figure out how to make that thing shine. And that's hard with inanimate objects, but with food 101, you should be well on your way to having a great time with food photography.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great. Alrighty, well, do we have some winners? Do we? I'm looking. I'm looking too. Yep. Um, we'll have to get saddled up here. Um, <laughs> and talk to our Corey team um, and see. <laughs> yes. You're so Corey. I mean Corey. Uh... Yeah, sorry. It's, uh, yeah, it's hard to yeah, it's hard, it's hard to pun. It's hard to pun those. Um there we go. All right, so we have what are we giving away? We're giving away these straps. Um, yep. I, you know, this this brand is called people were asking that, Alturo. Alturo photo is the one that I have on here. Um I, honestly, it was, you know, full disclosure, it was like I looked up good reviews on Amazon and that's the one that I bought. Or it was either Amazon or B and H. And so it's cool because it has this, like, extra, this extra thing. I don't know if you can see it down here at the bottom. So it's got this extra thing. So it's like it, there's no way I could fall off, you know, fall off my hand. Um, so that's, that's really cool if you're, like, doing a bunch of stuff. Um, we're going to give away two of those straps. All right. And all you had to do was share this Facebook Live in order to do that. And we have two winners. Rich, you want to announce the first winner?
0: The first winner is Corey Shatzel.
1: Shatzel, Shatzel,
0: Shatzel, Shatzel, yep. Corey, congrats! He or she, Corey,
1: um, Shatzel, you have won a strap. Congratulations! Just strap
0: that on there for size. Go.
1: And the next winner is.
0: She won't need a saddle because she's got a strap.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's true. The next winner is Rachel Saddlemeyer. Rachel Saddlemyer, you have. On the other strap, so there you go, and it's cool. This one right here, like it is really cool how you can actually have the tripod mount. You know, like you can have With the strap it. and the tripod mount. Yeah, that's really cool because that was one of my book, like pet peeves about some of the old straps. That's why I really like this configuration. It's a great strap, and you can also add a tripod, a tripod strap uh, mount. Tripod, a tripod. Can't talk, can't talk. Um, okay, well, we love you guys. Y'all are amazing. Who's gonna come see us in Maine? Let us know in the comments.
0: Let um, us know. Let us know. Yeah. All right. I'm going to hey, play We out. We have an outro sizzle reel for in-person events. I don't think there's Ooh. any voiceover, so I could play that on our way out. Hopefully, there's no words. Love you guys. Love you more. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals.